Educators, cultivators. Welcome to Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses. The only a lesbian hosted podcast. <laughs> about, a lesbian. <laughs> about Demon Master Tongren. I'm Roy and I'm mad as hell in the underworld. And I'm Fallon and I'm just your fun loving, tree climbing, rowdy male wife. <laughs> And we're here to talk about a famous book that is now getting an official English translation. Let's fucking go. Woo! Y'all. Oh my god, we have got some fucking news to blast through today. We have got a lot of news. So, so first of all, and most important, the one that we've been waiting for 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 basically the entire time that mm-hmm. all of us have been in the fandom. Tell them. Seven Seas. And Go Manga are now publishing in collaboration with fans Fuck who are yes. translating and illustrating it three official translations of Mo Shang Tongshu's extant novels. Let's fucking go, We Mets. are getting Scum Villain's self saving system. We are getting <laughs> Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. And we are getting Heaving's official blessing. <laughs> We are getting heaving official blessing. We are getting all of them. The Finally, some good fucking food. The last country in the rotation to get official <laughs> translations, but we got there, folks. We got there. We fucking did it. We did it. Finally. All of the all of the translation websites are taking their, their translations down. Exiled Rebels has announced that they're taking theirs down. End yep. of an era. But you know what? Absolutely. It's all in service. It's all in favor of... This fucking finally, at last, I'm going to get all of them personally to me. I'm gonna be so broke because you know what? Yeah. It it goes to mo- it goes to MXTX. It goes to MXTX. Directly contributes to her. It's- them what you know, whatever at this point, I'm gonna start using they because I love that. <laughs> um I'm taking out my debit card and I'm swiping it. Right between MXCX's lips. Yeah, it directly supports, directly supports the author. And that's all you should be concerned about. I encourage absolutely everyone to do what they can to get their hands on at least one of these books and support this creator that we are also fervently uh, otherwise in support of. Yeah. Now you can do it monetarily if you're an English-speaking person. It's praxis, folks. And you know what we love on this podcast. It's praxis. We, we love a little praxis here. So that's the first piece of big news. That's the first piece of big news. The second piece of big news is that we got not one, but two trailers this we past ke- week. We can't stop getting trailers. They cannot stop dropping trailers. They dropped one where Wangshan got two thirds married. Absolutely. They did two out of three of them bows. So you know what the fuck is up. Which is accurate to what happened in the book, too. It is accurate. So that's pretty good. (laughs) And then we got another, another Another trailer with more uh, drunk wongy antics. I can only assume. I'm pretty sure it's drunk wongy antics. It's gotta be drunk wongy. Come on. It has to be drunk wongy antics. It was yet another trailer where it dropped and I had to immediately, after I watched it the first time, go through and watch it frame by frame. (laughs) <laughs> I saw some headless action. I saw some very gorgeous jiggies. I saw little baby Ah Leong, little Jin Jin Leong, 
going in and doing what I think is a big stab. Oh, no! And he's stabbing that uncle, I think. He's stabbing one of his many uncles, and... Wongi? Why Wongi robe turn red? Why Wongi robe turn red? Why Wongi robe... Why he doing tie-dye? Why I don't like that. Dye? That's not that's not a really artistic tie-dye either. I think yeah, he really could have done a lot more with it. Yeah, he's just kind of tamponing it, sort of. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's very... not a great look, is yeah. the thing. I'm, I'm a little bit concerned. So, we watched the first one, and we pogged, and then immediately right after, I don't know why, but something made me go, oh, they better not kill either of them. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then, so that was kind of lingering at the back of my mind. I was like, I don't think they would. I really don't think they would. But it's been haunting me. It's been haunting me. But then, and this is the final piece of news, uh, the official Weibo, I believe, something or another, put out a little calendar, a little release date calendar for all the episodes that you get. And each, (laughs) each episode has a little, a little image so, so it's like, it, it has like, you know, if you're a VIP member on WeTV or whatever, you're going to get episodes 24 and 25 this Saturday. Oh, shit. And the image for that is like, I think they're like little medallion things. It's some kind of, I think it's some kind of funeral thing. Somebody who's good at Chinese customs, please help. <laughs> My summary is dying. But then, um... The so the next week it says episode twenty six and there's a little piece of candy because we all know what that means. Uh-huh. And the twenty episode twenty seven is a big old jar of emperor smile. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, episode. Uh. Then we've got some Benuis. Oh. Then we've got a funny little paper guy. Oh, more paper adventures. <laughs> we've got a sword, which I think is Swabian, but I'm not a hundred percent sure because it's very small. Then we've got a flower for some reason. We've got Wonky Guccine. Oh. We've got a flower that looks a little bit fucked up. Oh no. It's kinda it's kinda missing some 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 petals. I wonder if that's symbolism. Do you think is it is it uh, by chance a sparks a sparks amidst snow peony? It's a little it's a little pink guy. A little pink guy. It's a little pinkman. It's a little Jesse huh. Pinkman. I don't know what I don't know. It's hmm. we'll have to find out. And then we have, then we have flute. Okay. Funny flute. Then we have a funny fan. <gasps> a funny fan! Funny fan on the second to last episode. Oh so my. there's apparently 13 of them. Oh shit. And what calmed my nerves a lot about the death thing is that episode 35, which is the final episode. Yes. Which will be coming out on Saturday, October 23rd. Uh, birthday of the My D&D baby boy Selwyn Moonbound. That's true. The little icon they have for it is some fireworks. Oh. And that makes me f- feel very hopeful. I feel like there's no way something bad can happen. I feel like it can't be a bad end in any way, shape, or form if there are fireworks for the that's, last, representing the last episode. I hope that's true. I really, I really hope that's true. I feel like I feel like I just had one intense misguided moment where I was like, huh, because I've been wronged so many times by American media. Absolutely. Because this is a country where you gotta make the money. And what makes the money is it doesn't it doesn't matter if you give a crap about the subject matter that you're dealing with. You don't have to be passionate as long as you know how to make the money. 
You have to bury the gays. You have to bury the gays. You have to bury the gays. But I feel like the people behind Murazushi Donghua 2018 to present aren't going to do that. I feel like they have respect for the medium, respect for the story. I have respect for them. Oh, yeah. I I feel like they're going to do as much as they can within the constraints of the law yeah. and censors yeah. to give us as good of an ending as possible. Yeah. And and I said this to you the other day, like we give we give the untamed a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> but I feel like the way they handled the end of it was like the best they could do. Oh, they, sure. They handled it in an excellent way, given, like you said, the constraints of the law. Oh, sure. And I feel like, you know, if they did something like that for this, I would be I would be very happy. I don't think they're going to kill either of them. I really don't. They might separate them for life, but... I don't think they're going to separate them for <laughs> life. Do no, I don't think so pair. either. Do not separate. They're a set. Do not separate. They're Banui. They're two Banui. They're one Banui. black one, one white one, two of them. I went to a pet store the other day, and there were two little Banuis in um, one of the, the Banui cages, and one was black and one was white, and they were all shoved up right next to each other, drinking out of the same drinky bottle. It was so good. They just wanted to be close to each other. Uh, uh, Banui ball. Banui ball. <laughs> So, <sighs> so that's that's lots most of, news. of what's going on. Uh-huh. Uh, we're we're getting the first couple episodes very very soon, mm. very soon, very soon. But what we have even sooner, as in the right now, this second is we have some chapters that we got to read. We have two chapters, one of which is very small. Just a, just a little fart of a chapter, yeah. It's <laughs> just a little little capitulo pequeño. You know, so I'm going to do the summaries for these together because they might as well be one chapter. Yeah, Uh, I I do want to do a warning so I don't have to go back and record one on my own and then edit it in because I don't like doing that because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So warning for these two chapters, chapters, because holy shit, is there some business in these? Uh, They include a lot of shit about sex work, rape, non-consensual necrophilia. <laughs> Which is a pair of words I don't like to put together. Murder, violence against women, incest, child murder, possible STIs, Jesus fucking Jesus, lots they, of shit, be warned. They really front-loaded it. MXTX they said, loaded okay. loaded this one up, bro. MXTX saw all this shit on the table and just wiped it all into one big basket. Somebody kills crap in here. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's time to just create this gigantic grab tote bag of the worst things you can possibly conceptualize worst shit imaginable chapters 85 and 86 parts 7 and 8 of the loyalty arc so we're at the lotus pier junction i'm at the lotus pier (laughs) i'm at the taco bell i'm at the combination lotus pier and taco bell (laughs) i feel like if any sect is gonna have a, a, a taco bell in it it's gotta be the jongs i think the jongs have a taco bell i, I think do. the junk yeah uh and i think jungle th- bill that the gene sect has a chick-fil-a <laughs> <laughs> that's my <laughs> onion <laughs> really quick really quick really quick 
Okay, Jong Sect Taco Bell. Jong Sect, sect yeah. Chick Fil A. Um, How about the rest of them? Uh, Lon Sect does not eat. Uh, no, Lon Sect's got like a salad works. That's or what. Something. Yeah, they've got salad works. Uh, they've got a pita pit. Um, okay. <laughs> um, when, they've got a cava. Yeah, they've got a cava. When Sect has uh, El Pollo Loco and. <laughs> Uh, they've got is... fucking Burger King. Flame, flame <laughs> yeah, there you go. And also, it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, what do the knees have? Um, Something uh, meat Arby's. God, they have the meats. <laughs> Catch them all wearing those big cowboy hats. You walk- shout shout outs to my to my pals out in Team Arbutus. <laughs> You walk around Chingha and you see so many businesses where their signs are inexplicably shaped like a big cowboy hat. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's been Arby's here. Ah, uh, I know what that check cashing place used to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. You can't fool me, auto loans. <laughs> I will never be fooled. You can't fool me, Mr. Mr. Title Loans. <laughs> I know you used to have that stacked beef and cheddar. <laughs> I tra- can I trade you my title loan for a couple stacked beef and cheddars? <laughs> Please? Jesus Christ. Pull up pull up to the injury lawyer to get my curly fries. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the, the new bartering system. <laughs> Paying for your lawyer and french fries. Fuck yes. Hell yeah, dude. I'd become a lawyer for that shit. Yeah, dude! <laughs> anyway, fucking god. Okay, so we're at the Lotus Pier Taco Bell. John Chang leads the important people of the whole entire cultivation world into the, like, main hall to debrief before they can go to bed. But a guest cultivator of his comes up and says, Hey, hey, Sec Leader Zhang, there's these two ladies here who really need to talk to you. And he's mad because he's John Chang, but he lets them in to do their thing. <laughs> And these ladies are, like, middle-aged and haggard, and they're not cultivators, and uh, their names are Sisi and Bitsao, and Sisi has these big scars all over her face. Uh, and most of these chapters are just these two ladies publicly exposing Jiggy for some incredibly heinous crimes. Yeah! Which you can probably guess the nature of them, and I'll drag just- Drag her. Drag her! Get her ass! So I'm just gonna sum up the most necessary parts of these. <clears throat> this is the, the Jiggy is over party chapter. Yes! So Sissy goes first. She used to be a sex worker. She reveals that about 11 years ago, she and a bunch of uh, her, her other little sex worker friends were hired by somebody who turned out to be Jiggy to basically, and I can't put this in any less straightforward terms, rape Jing Guangshan to death. He was already dying. Yeah. Not that that makes it any better, but... We'll get there. Yeah. So after they were done, all of these ladies were murdered, except for Cece, who got locked up and freed just in the last few days by some mystery Avenger who said, oh, I'm going to get that little rascal Jiggy. Just you wait. I'm going to get him. And then Beatsau comes up and she's, and, uh, hey, do you remember Chinsu? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember her. So Beatsau used to be Chinsu's mom's maid. And she says that Madame Chin uh, had told her a long, long time ago uh, that she had been raped by Jin Guangshan, who we hate. Uh, and Chin Su was the product of that, which means that she and Jiggy were actually half siblings, first of all. 
Same dad. Bad. Bad. And she was the one who told Jiggy about all of this the night before they got married, but he just kind of heard and went, Oh, but he's nerfed. And eventually he <laughs> went on to kill uh, their little baby, Jin Rusong, because nobody, so nobody would find out that he was an incest baby. And also somebody paid off Bitsa to reveal this, but who cares? Immediately the crowd hears this and they like anti-pog and they <laughs> they immediately their decide- mouths Their mouths fucking <laughs> invert and are sucked inward. <laughs> lips go into their mouths. Exactly. It's I'm like trying a to black imagine. hole. <laughs> Your tongue comes out. Oh, Bad. Uh, they immediately decide that Jiggy is the worst person who's ever lived. They hate him now. They do brain math like figuring out all of his crimes until they work themselves up so much that they're ready to hunt him down with pitchforks and whatever. And they decide in the process of this that actually Wei Wuxian is good now and they like him. And he's he watches this and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> laugh. And then he and Wangi like look at each other like, this is stupid. And they disappear to get some street food outside and get started on some shenanigans. The <laughs> They <end>. literally <laughs> just dip to hang out. <laughs> They're just like, all right, I'm about to head out. <laughs> They're like, this is dumb. I've had about enough of this. They just fucking peace out for a while. Why it's, not? They literally they click play on the ex, on the Jin Guangyao exposed video. <laughs> they watch it the whole way through, and then they just go on with the rest of their day. They don't give a shit. Shit, man, I need a snack after yeah. that. I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> These two ladies collabed so fucking hard on this video with the receipts and everything. I need to go get me some Bowser after that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. You can you can just kind of keep that. You, <laughs> you can keep you. that in your pocket there, bro. <laughs> I'm All not right. really. I am not concerning myself with that at this time. Yeah, Wayne Shot's like, yeah, it sounds like y'all's problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. So we we start out. We're at the Lotus Pier. We're at the Lotus Pier Taco Bell, and um. Wei Wuxian feels kind of weird about it because everything is, like, bigger, it's been built up and renovated, and he hasn't been here in a million years, and John should be fucking doing some capital improvement projects. You know? You know what the fuck it John is. John is getting some state funding. He is on it. He is on it, and we can't fault him for that. And the government is footing the bill. Let and him. Who can blame? Who can blame? That's what that? we pay our taxes for. That's fucking it. Look at, look at this fucking... City improvement. Look at this. Look at all this. It's gorgeous. He's planted some trees. He's doing such a good job. I really do genuinely like this, though, because it's like this, you know, obviously you gotta hand it to our man JC here. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's a bastard. Yeah, he's... He <laughs> but he's a good sect leader. Yeah. But, uh, so he he's getting everybody in. He's like, no, nobody's going to sleep yet. We're debriefing. We're having a chat about all of this before you come and sleep in my damn house that you invited yourselves to. Not that I forbade you or anything. So, um... I literally invited you in my own tsundere way, but <laughs> fucking go off. I don't care if you come stay in my house. Do you dare? Do you dare? Fucking idiot. So... Uh, one of his one of his cultivator guys comes up and is like, Sec leader, you're Se oh shit, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, we read this. <laughs> no, if there's something important, tell them to come at a later date. Don't you see the situation right now? I told them already. The two ladies said that they were here for none other than today's matter. What's their background? Which sect do they cultivate at? 
None. They aren't cultivators either. I'm certain that both are ordinary women without any spiritual powers. They brought with them some expensive medicinal herbs as well, but they didn't say which sect leader sent them. They only said that they had a few things to tell you, sect leader. From their words, I judged that what they were speaking of was no small matter. In case they feel disrespected, I already placed them within one of the guest residences. The medicinal herbs haven't been stored yet, either. They've been examined already. There are no abnormal spells or curses. So it's just some regular shit. They're coming, they're bringing, bringing some gift because they have no clout. Yeah. So. So they're bringing a, a couple, a couple little presents to yeah. maybe sweeten the deal. Yeah. And so, uh, Chung is like, okay, fucking fine. And, um. Please help yourselves. Please excuse my momentary absence. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only be gone a minute. It better be a minute. Sec uh, Leader John, please go ahead. So, but he didn't return after just a few moments. Uh oh. Oh, he's accidentally pissed these people off by <laughs> making them wait for more than five minutes. Uh oh. Oh no, he can't. He can. He didn't come out to entertain in time. Oh no, to have unentertained guests at one's home was already disrespectful, much less during such times when everyone was waiting to discuss important matters. Parentheses rude. Listen, he got stuck in the other room. He's he's having a little bit of trouble with the clown costume. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the other room putting on his clown. The makeup. unicycle's got a flat. <laughs> I can't be entertaining yet! Give me a minute! <laughs> There's a leak in his water spraying flower. <laughs> the bunny in his top hat has gone missing. <laughs> his endless chain of handkerchiefs is all ripped and fucked up. Uh, he needs to iron it. But then, so so he's uh, he finally comes back eventually, though, and he's looking mad as he does. And there's these two ladies with him. And they look like shit. Uh, well, one of them looks like shit. The other one looks like fine, whatever. But um, the 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 one lady has these scars all over her face, and everybody's like, "Oh, oh, these ladies are aged." That doesn't happen. I'm turned off. My peepee. My peepee. My peepee saw. My peepee saw. These make my peepee saw. It's the opposite of ah me pengi. Exactly. It's literally it made a point to be like they were they were both frightened and turned off. <laughs> Like, who fucking asked? <laughs> That's your problem. Did I what fucking I ask about the state of your penis? The state of the penis I address. I don't care. I don't give a shit if you don't think she's sexy. Let her talk. Clearly, Jong Chung doesn't really give a shit whether she's sexy or not either. It's because he's being gay and homophobic again. He's being gay and homophobic again, that's true. And so, like, they sit down and he turns to him, they're like, you can speak here. And Sec Leader Yao is like, Sec Leader Jong, you mean... The matter is too shocking, and I did not dare act hastily. The delay was due to careful questioning. Everyone, please quiet down and lend your ears to these two. Which of you two will speak first? Ah, okay, so, so, we, one of us can do one story and one of us can do the other story, I think, would be good. Uh, okay. Who, now you, <laughs> when we were having dinner right before this, you said, oh, I gotta figure out a good, uh, weathered old lady voice. <laughs> I was like, I, old, I heard, like, I. Jersey old lady. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a, yeah. Yeah. 
like an old New Jersey lady who's <laughs> been chain smoking for a while. Uh-huh. Maybe just quit for her health. <laughs> for her health. She still drinks like a bottle of red wine a day. <laughs> Because it's good for you. She plays the slots. She plays the slots. She has bridge games. <laughs> Every week. Every week. So yeah, she's she loves the slots. She she's loves got the a little slots. dog. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps the dog on a leash, but she picks it up and walks around with it, holding it. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll be her. All right. And so she stands up and she's like, <clears throat> I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> So she salutes him and she's like, what I'm about to tell you is an old story that happened around 11 years ago. Oh, God, you're, uh, there's a lot to fucking say in these pages. Are yeah. you sure you want to do this? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Time? All right. She says, my name is Cece. In the past, I sold my body. You can say that I was famous for a while. Ten or so years ago, I found a rich businessman and wanted to marry him, but it turned out that the man's wife was a fierce one. She got a group of hunky men and cut my face through. That's why I'm like this now. A group of hunky men. Hunky men. I love that she specifies that. They have to be glistening. She sent Freshly the, oiled. She sent the chads after me. That's right. <laughs> Sick the chads on they me. They were all blonde and tan. It was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, she doesn't like it. This lady does not give a fuck. She's she not, don't care. So she spoke with Which no shame in her rules, voice. Yeah. She's just no bullshit. I love mm-hmm. her. Like, some people are offended by it, but she just doesn't give a shit. She's going. And she goes, After my face became like this, my days were different from before. Nobody wanted to spare me a single glance, let alone do my business. My original brothel kicked me out. I didn't know how to do anything else, so I couldn't take in any business at all. So I joined up with the older sisters. Their customers didn't have high demands. If a job is up, I'd tag along with them. I could manage with my face covered up. She putting on that damn concealer. Yeah, you know she's you know. got she's got some cute little veils. Yeah. doing her thing, doing her thing, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is how." They're huffing and puffing. Yeah, they're blustering. They're just so offended that this lady was an employee in one of the oldest professions in the world. God fucking forbid! Get over yourselves. Honestly. But John Jen's letting her fucking talk. Yeah. Good, good on him. Sex sex worker positivity, John Jen. That's right. He might be homophobic, but at least he's <laughs> doing one thing right. Yeah. So he goes, she goes, One day the sisters from our alleyway suddenly got a two-orb, asking for all two dozens of us. With horse-drawn carriages, they brought us to a place. After those old sisters of mine finished with discussing the price, they were all ecstatic on their way there. I, however, felt that something wasn't right. Let's be honest here. They were on the, they were either old yellowed pearls or the same as me. We were paid so much and even beforehand. How could there be such a lucky thing in the world? <clears throat> and the people who came to get us were fishy too. They led us into the carriages and took us away as soon as they came, not letting a single other person know about it. No matter how you look at it, they couldn't have had good intentions in mind. <laughs> like, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And, like, people people aren't as grossed out by her anymore. They're just like, all right, well, we need to, I'm, I'm, I'm 
involved in this story now. Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Yeah, they heard her. They they saw her come up and they said, "Oh, more like sussy." But now she's they've they, she's turned the corner, and now they know. That's right. She's an engaging storyteller. It's true. So she goes. When the carriages arrived, they directly brought us to a courtyard and let us off there. None of us had ever seen such a tall, grand, glorious house before. We've all been dazzled, blind, too scared to make a sound. A boy leaned against the doorway, playing with a dagger. Wonder who that can be. I know. He let us in when he saw us. He closed the door and we entered the room. In such a large room was only two people. A man lay within the brocade sheets on a large bed. He seemed to be thirty or forty years old, probably sickened to the verge of death. When he saw that people entered, he could only turn his eyeballs. <laughs> and somebody's like, Eleven years ago. Eleven years ago? This was... This was... Beforehand, somebody had already told us what to do. One after another, we had to use our best skills to look after the person lying on the bed. We weren't supposed to stew up for a single second. I even thought that it was some brawny hulk. Who knew it'd be a sick man? How could such a man endure looking after? I bet he'd give his last breath before we finished a single round. Could the dirty old man really be looking for such a death? And they were so wealthy, too. It definitely wasn't that they didn't have the money to hire younger, prettier ones. Why did they have to hire us old, ugly ones? I was thinking about this even as I crawled on top of them, when suddenly there seemed to be the sound of a young man's laugh. I jumped from the scare. Only then did I realize there was a curtain beside the bed and a man sitting behind the curtain. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. Guess who the fuck? And everybody's like, I didn't know he was a freak like that. You freak like that. Oh, he's a freak like that. You fucking freak like that. And she's like, I finally realized that this man had been sitting behind the curtain the whole time. When he laughed, the man in the bed suddenly struggled, pushed me away and rolled off the bed. The person laughed even harder, talking as he laughed. He said, Father, I brought you your favorite women. There were so many of them. Are you happy? And everybody's like, ooh, a smiling face appeared before Oh my god. And there It's Jiggy. It's Jiggy. Uh-oh, and the half-dead man inside the bed had to be Jin Guangshan. You Uh-oh. know, you know it was Jiggis. This entire next paragraph is just talking about how fucking nasty Jiggis is. Yeah, how nasty Jiggis is and how well his death actually suited him. Oh, uh, yeah. I think definitely was the goal. Yeah. You know, Jiggy, Jiggy really could not have his father dying a dignified death after no. everything that had been done to him in life, so he decided he would do... He would do the most. Yeah. And, you know, I think he accomplished that. Yeah, Jiggy said, you know, hey, hey, Dad, remember how I came into the world? Remember that? Remember that? Do you remember? Do you remember that cute little thing? That's how you're going to leave the world. Goodbye, bitch. Sorry, baby. Sorry, baby. See you in hell. Uh, and, um, yeah, and... So then, uh, it's, it's fucking bad. I know that there's been, like, a lot of, 
there's been a good amount of discussion about like so so we see Jigus in this state where he's like dying in his bed and he looks like like fucking dying Skeksis Dark Crystal <laughs> and um <laughs> and he's crumbling to dust um and I've heard a lot of shit about like people talk about like he probably had some kind of sexually transmitted uh illness of some kind yeah which is likely yeah mr fucking around i mean the first thing that this paragraph talks about is like he had been so amorous his whole life that he was almost obscene he left his love everywhere he left his seeds everywhere man be fucking he be fucking and you know sexually transmitted illnesses have uh existed since time Mm -hmm. immemorial and you know people be fucking people be fucking and it's not listeners i'm not saying this to be like, oh, if you fuck, you're gonna get a disease, like they told me in high school. But uh-huh. I'm saying it because if you fuck the amount that this man fucked in his life- If you fuck copiously and without any safety around it- The odds are gonna go up a little bit. Like- Is all. Just be smart about it. Just be smart. Wear a condom. Don't be jiggus. Yeah, come on. Just wrap it. Yeah. It's not that serious. Don't be jiggus. I so, mean, it is that serious. It is that serious. And wrapping it- I promise you, it's not going to ruin the experience. Read this book and you will know that the one thing you want to avoid being for your entire life is Jigus. Do you want to be young Mr. Syphilis? <laughs> <laughs> young Master Syphilis? Young Master Syphilis. <laughs> oh, God. Gonorrhea Zune. We don't want this. Gonorrhea Zune? <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Jigus couldn't, so (laughs) so everybody's gasping and they're like, "Oh, he, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. I mean, he was gross. He kind of deserved it, but that's Jiggy. You a freak for this one? Oh yeah. But so so, she's not done. Oh no. So she goes. The middle aged man wanted to shout and struggle, but his body was weak. The boy who let us inside opened the door again, grinning as he dragged him onto the bed again and tied him up with a rope, stepping on his head. He told us, carry on, don't stop even when he's dead. Had any of us been through such a situation before? We were scared half dead, but we didn't dare any of- (laughs) but we didn't dare disobey. We had to continue. At the twelfth or eleventh round- that sister suddenly screamed, saying that he really was dead. I went over and checked. He'd indeed kicked the bucket. But the person behind the curtain said, Didn't you hear me? Don't stop even when he's dead. And uh, sec leader Oyoung, uh, little, little baby boy's dead, is like, No matter what, Jigwagshot was his father by birth. If this was real, then it's just true. True. When I swore that the man was dead, I knew that we were done. We wouldn't be able to escape either. As expected, when we finished, those old sisters of mine were all killed. Not a single one of them was left. And then Mr. Wei Ying finally speaks up. This is probably the longest it's taken him to speak in any chapter. I know. He's physically been there. (laughs) Then why are you the one who lived? I don't know. Back then, I begged again and again. I said that I didn't want the money, that I definitely wouldn't say anything. Who knew that they really didn't kill me? They took me to a place and locked me inside. I was there for 11 years. 
Only recently did someone save me by accident and I could finally escape. Who was the one that saved you? I don't know. I've never seen the one who saved me. But after my savior heard about what happened to me, he decided not to let that pretentious immoral man continue to fool the world. No matter how powerful he is right now, my savior said that he was going to expose all of the things he did and deliver justice to all those he hurt. Letting those poor sisters of mine rest in peace in the underworld. Get his ass. Absolutely. Get Fuck his this ass. Dude. Fuck this dude. For fucking real. I wonder if we could possibly compile a list of who the the people are who could be this mystery man. The, the mis- our mystery I just savior. really... Oh God, you know? The list... It'd be tough. It'd be tough. I think the list would be like one name long. Yeah. I'm not gonna say what name it is. I think I don't even have a funny joke to back that up. Although, like, I mean, we're we're we are approaching this from the fact of we do know who it is. Well, yeah, allegedly. and I mean, we do have to qualify this with allegedly, like it's the news. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think back to when I first read the novel, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think back to how much I expected this. Mm-hmm. See, I ruined myself because I Mister Read the damn wiki before. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I think I, I'm pretty sure that I was expecting Jiggy to be the one. So this didn't, this didn't blow me away too yeah. bad, but it was still, uh, still pretty, pretty well put together. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm talking about who, who released Miss Thing. Oh here. yeah, huh? Yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, shit. That that definitely. That that one definitely threw me for a loop a little bit more oh, yeah. until a little more towards the end mm-hmm. when I really thought about it. I was like, "Okay, girl. Uh, okay, girl. Yeah. Okay, okay girl. get your life, bitch. Okay, bitch. <laughs> okay, bitch. You do your fucking thing." <laughs> so that's where we go into chapter eighty six of them. Eighty six of them. It's loyalty part eight. Part eight. Uh, and Wei Wuxian immediately, he's still talking. Then is there any proof to your words? No, but if I said even a single lie, I swear my corpse will rot and not even have a coffin to lie in. Fucking tell him. Secretary Yao is like, with such clear details, I, she definitely isn't lying. <laughs> It has just, to be Hank. He's just Hank to me. It has to be Hank. It has to be Hank. Oh um, God! And Lan Chi Ren, <laughs> Lan Chi Ren, be thinking. He he makes the looking face. He he posts the thinking emoji, and he looks at this other lady, and he goes, he goes, I think I have seen you before. <laughs> oh, I gotta figure out a voice for this fucking. Okay, uh, uh. See, my instinct is just just do another like, hagged out old lady voice, but like I can't. <laughs> Like she's not supposed to be like that. She's 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 coming from. She lives in a society. So um, I think or no. I okay. No no no. I know what I know what voice I was gonna. You hear. got it. You got it. I think. Uh, I think you have. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and so everybody's like, "What the fucking?" So the other lady is a uh, 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 you know. <laughs> she- She's a sex worker, so this other lady might be a sex worker. So why is Launchy Ren saying that he's seen uh, her before? That's insane. Right? <laughs> Everybody's like, uh, I thought this... you didn't even use 
loves that Diggy. Is this a new side to you that we're just seeing now, sir? Excuse me? Uh, and she, and she continues, and yeah. I guess to clear it up. Yeah. During the Yuling Chinsect's discussion conference, I often accompanied my madam. And another female cultivator's like, the Yuling Chinsect? You're a maid of the Yuling Chinsect? And people, people are putting things together. They're squinting and saying they're hooting and hollering. Yeah. You're Bitzel, Madam Chin's personal maid, Bitzel, right? And uh, so they're talking about Madam Chin, who was Chin Su's mom. Um, the wife of the leader of the Chin sect. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Bitzel is like, but I'm no longer at the Chin sect. And sect leader, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Do you have something to tell us, too? Um... And he's she- like, so it says he's thrilled, <laughs> standing up as he slams his table. Do you have something to say to us? <laughs> uh, but she's like, spill the tea! Jesus. What I'm about to say happened a bit earlier, about a dozen years ago. I served my madam for many years. I watched her maiden, Asu, grow up. Madam had always cared for Maiden Sue, but around the time when Maiden Sue was about to marry, Madam was in an extremely bad mood. She had nightmares when she slept and sometimes cried too when she was awake. I thought that she was only finding it hard to let go of Madam Sue. But uh, since Maiden Sue was about to marry, I kept on comforting her by saying that the man she was marrying, Nanfang Zunqin Guangyao, was not only accomplished, but also caring and devoted. Maiden Sue would lead a very good life. Yet after Madam heard this, she was even worse. <laughs> no, I do. I love it. <laughs> when the marriage day approached one night, Madam suddenly said to me that she was going to see Maiden Sue's future husband and that she was going right now, wanting me to secretly accompany her. I said, can you, you can ask him to see you. Why would you sneakily go see a young man in the middle of the night? If others heard of this, who knows how the rumors would go? But Madam's mind was set, so I had to go with her. After we arrived, however, Madam told me to wait outside and not go in, which was why I didn't hear anything, and I didn't know what exactly she said to Jin Guangyo. I only know that a few days later, when the date of Maiden Su's marriage was set, Madam fainted as soon as she saw the invitation letter. And after Maiden Su was married, Madam was still extremely depressed. She was sick in her heart, and her sickness worsened by day. Before she passed away, she couldn't hold it in any longer, and she told me everything. And our maiden, they were never wife and husband. They were brother and sister. <laughs> Everybody fucking loses their minds. They, they go they, ape. They on literally, it. I was about to say, they turn into a bunch of wild chimpanzees. They're just gorillas in there. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's like, damn, even Wei Wushan is like, he gets he gets his little brain oh. image of Chinsu and he's like, damn, okay. Wow. She keeps going. My madam really was too unfortunate. Old sect leader Jin was a bastard. He lusted uh- after my madam's looks and once forced her when he was drunk outside. How could Madam resist? She didn't dare say anything afterwards either. My master was of utmost loyalty to Jin Guangshan, so she was more than scared. 
Jin Guangshan might not remember whose daughter maiden Qin was, but my madam could never forget. She didn't dare talk to Jin Guangshan, knowing that maiden Qin was very much in love with Jin Guangyao. After a long struggle, she finally went to find him secretly before the marriage day and told him a few things, begging him to somehow cancel the marriage before things got out of hand. Who knew? Who knew that Jin Guangyao married me in Sue, even though he knew she was his younger sister? And, oh like, God. they fucked, too. <laughs> they fucked, too. Nasty ass. And you were like, freak oh for this. Oh, my God. For how long has old sect leader Chin followed Jin Guangshan? So he even dared touch the wife of his old subordinate. Damn that Jin Guangshan. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's cheeks are flapping. <laughs> so it seems that nothing can be kept a secret for long in this world. For Jin Guangyao to gain a strong foothold within the London Jin sect, he had to have the help of his father-in-law, Jin Sangye, as his backbone. How could he have chosen not to marry her? He really is the most immoral person in all the world. And Wei Wushan whispers to Lam Wangji, he's like, So that's why in the secret chamber he said to Jin Su, Ah Song had to die. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah, so everybody starts doing the brain math about that. Everybody remembers baby. Oh, yeah, and sec leader, sec leader Yao is like, Judging from this, I dare to guess that his son wasn't assassinated by another at all, but rather by his own hands. That's asinine. <laughs> <laughs> and why so? Oh, God, I have to do an entire paragraph. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Most of the children born from closely related brothers and sisters end up being dull-witted. <laughs> Jin Ru Song was only a few years old when he died, precisely at the age when young children begin to learn. Otherwise, wouldn't uh, others wouldn't be able to notice anything wrong when the child was still young, but after he grew up, it had exposed the fact that he was different from the others. Even if they didn't doubt the relationship between his parents, if a dull-witted child really was born, it'd be inevitable that others pointed at Jin Guangyao, saying that such a child was born only because he had the dirty blood of a prostitute in him. <gasps> How sharp, Sackley to you! Who's you? Everybody's, everybody's, everybody's kind of sucking his dick a little bit. Everybody turns into fucking Columbo. 100%. Sackley to you, he keeps going... And the one who killed Jin Rusong just happened to be the sect leader who opposed his construction of the lookout towers. How could there be such a coincidence? <laughs> Either way, no matter what, Jin Guangyao didn't need to keep a son who'd likely turn out to be an idiot. He killed Jin Rusong, framed the sect leader who opposed him, and crusaded against sects that refused to, help to accept him fair and square in the name of revenge for his son. Although it was heartless, it killed two birds with one stone, what tactics, Leon Fong Zoon? And then Wei Wushan turns to Bitao and he's like... Oh god, I'm doing all of the voices. No, right? let me... I'll, I'll take Wei Wushan. Okay, okay. Wei Wushan's like, The night of Ka Koi Tower's discussion conference, you saw Chin Su, didn't you? She nods. That night, in Fragrance Palace, <laughs> Chin Su and Jin Guangyao were in quite a big argument. She said she went to meet someone, that this person told her a few things and gave her a letter, that this person definitely wouldn't lie to her. Was she talking about you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That was a way with Sean. <laughs> that was very honorable, not blaming it on him. <laughs> He's had enough blamed on him. <laughs> 
feel like it's I feel like it's time to give him a break. <laughs> the straw that broke the camel's back is saying you yeah. smelt and dilted. <laughs> That's right. And so Wei Shaw goes, For how long have you been keeping this secret? Why did you suddenly decide to tell her? And why did you suddenly decide to publicize all this? Because I had to let Maiden Sheen know just what kind of person her husband is. In the beginning, I didn't want to publicize it either, but because of Madame Chin's inexplicable suicide at Quay Tower, I had to uncover this demon's real face to seek justice for my madam and Maiden Chin. And Wei Wushan goes, hmm. And he smiles, and he's like, but have you never thought what a blow it'd be to her after you told her? Or do you really not know that it's because you went to tell Chinsu of the matter that she killed herself? I... And sec leader Yao is like... <laughs> sec leader Yao is like, now this I can't possibly agree with. Would hiding the truth be right instead? Somebody else is like, the other people are not to blame. Madam... Chinsu was still too fragile. Chinsu was so pitiful. Back then, I even envied her. I thought that she had a really good life. She had a good birth and a good marriage. The only mistress of Koi Tower with how devoted her husband was. But who knew? That's why these seemingly beautiful things are often full of holes beneath the surface. There's nothing to envy at all. And Wei Wushan thinks to himself, perhaps it's precisely because of these people who comment enjoy masked as pity that Chin Su decided to take her own life. And like, uh, my man Sankin. Get get their asses, quite honestly. Call them the fuck out. Get them. Like, truly, though. Honestly. So he looks, he looks at Bitsao again and he sees that she's kind of. He kind of likes the way her ice drips. Yeah, in the light. <laughs> she's dripping though. She's got this big, nice bracelet, um, and it's not something that somebody in her position should be able to afford normally. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Nice bracelet." She pulls her sleeve down, and then fucking Hui Song off to the side is like, "But, but who exactly? The person who sent these two here." Like, I wonder who that sexy, beautiful, well-dressed person could be. My god, what did their hair look like? Was it really shiny? (laughs) Did you like the way their eyes (laughs) dropped? Did they, like, did they, like, do a really good job on their eyebrows? Because they worked really hard on it, I'm just saying. Was their haircut fucked up? Please tell them that their haircut was fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) And then sick leader Yao is like, why worry over these? No matter who it is, there's one thing we can be certain of. He's a man of justice who's definitely standing on our side. That's not right. <laughs> that's what that's what some people are saying, apparently. Uh, uh, well, or, oh, wait. No, sorry. Oh, God. Cut that out. <laughs> and everybody's like, that's right. No, that's right. No. Uh, and and Wei Wei Sean's like, yeah. mm-hmm. the one who saved Maiden Sissa is definitely remarkable. Wealthy. And has time on his hands. But a man of justice? That's not necessarily true. Wonky speak up, finally. Wonky say, there are many points of suspicion. And you know, it makes they make a point here. If Wei Wushan said this, not many people would pay attention. But since the one who spoke was Long Wangji, the crowd quieted at once. And Long Chi Ren's like, and where do those points lie? Hello? 
the, the first of two extremely good things that the text says about Wang Yi in this, in this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wei Wishan... He just commands a crowd, bro. He does! He's good! We all look at Wang Yi and we all pog. We look at him and we say we like it. We do! We click like on Wang Yi! Sorry That's about all. it. Yeah. I don't make the rules, I just follow him. So Wei Wishan answers. And Wei Wishan's like, Now, there's quite a lot of them. For example, with how cruel Jean Guangyao is, why would he spare Sissa after having killed more than 20 people? Now we have the witnesses, but what about the material proof? And he's, everybody's like, this bitch being a contrarian. <laughs> and they, they get offended about it, quote unquote. Um, yeah. Leader <laughs> Yao is like, this is called, the net of heaven has large meshes, but it lets nothing unwanted go through. And Wei Wushan just like smiles and shuts up. <laughs> Which is interesting. He grinning. Interesting. Uh, interesting. He just posts benevolent. Um, <clears throat> so everybody's like thonking. Everybody just hits thonking. Um, and then Wei Wishan is like, all right, okay, I'm gonna let you do your thing. I don't give a shit. Uh, I wouldn't have cared a while ago, but now, you know what? You, 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 whatever. I don't care. Sure. So everybody okay. starts everybody starts throwing shit around. Who knew this person could be so ungrateful and immoral? Um and it's it's funny to Wei Wushan. He thinks it's funny jokes, because usually those are words that are levied against him. And he thought at first that they were talking about him, but now no, no, no. it's it's Jiggy is uh the target now. Yeah, Jiggy's over. This um, is the first time he's seen something like this happen uh, with his own two eyes since before he died. Yeah. He's like, damn, thought I heard my name when I heard the word immoral. Um, Jesus. And somebody else is like, back then, Jin Guangyao could climb up a step at a time only by playing up to Chifang Zun and Zhou Jun. Or else, how could a sex worker's son like him be where he is now? How dare he lay his hands on Chifang Zun? Zhou Jun is still with him right now. Let's hope that nothing happens to him. He, he's fine. He's just getting his dick wet. Exactly. Um, and none of them, like, none of them have any idea. Or, like, they, they didn't think that uh, NMJ's death had anything to do with this. But now, all of the sudden... <laughs> and people just start throwing shit out. They're just throwing their speculations at the wall to see what sticks. Oh, yeah. Not only has sworn brothers, his brothers by blood had it even worse... The couple of years before Jin Guangshan's death, he busied himself everywhere, getting rid of his dad's illegitimate children, scared that someone would suddenly appear and fight for a spot with him. It wasn't even that bad for Mo Xuanyu. If not because he lost his mind and was forced back, maybe he'd end up the same way the others did and disappear for some reason or another. Jin Zishuan's death had to be related as well! Does anyone still remember Xiao Xingchen from back, from back then? Xiao Xingchen, the bright moon, the gentle breeze, and the case of the Yueyang Chang sect. At that time, Shui Yang was sing protected single-handedly by Lian Fang Zun as well. When Dao Zhang's Xiao Xingchen first came down that mountain, didn't a lot of sects want him to be a guest cult cultivator at their place? A cultivator? <laughs> a guest cultivator. <laughs> a guest cultivator. He'll be coming round to the mountain when he comes. <laughs> The Lonling Jean sect also invited him, but he politely refused. Back then, the Jean sect was quite pleased with itself. Having been rejected by a rogue cultivator, of course it felt like it had lost face. This old enmity had to be one of the reasons they protected Shuiyang in the future as well. They just had to see Xiao Xingchen lead to a terrible end, huh? Ha! <laughs> Who do they think they are? 
Just you wait if you don't join our sect. How unfortunate. Back then, I had the luck of seeing Daozhong Shaoxing Chen's brilliance at a night hunt with my own eyes. His sword, Shanghua, could move the whole world. Afterwards, Jin Guangyo still got Riv Shuiyong. What a case of the dog bites the dog. <laughs> I heard that back when Jin Guangyo worked undercover in the Chishan One sect, he wasn't genuine at all. This was what he thought. If the Sunshot campaign didn't go well, he'd stay at the One Sect and help the villain. If the One Sect was about to fall, he'd turn around and become a hero. Lord Rowan is probably mad as hell in the underworld. Back then, he trained Jin Gornio as one of his most trusted cultivators. Almost all of Jin Gornio's current swordsmanship was taught to him by Wen Rowan. That's not so big of a deal, is it? <laughs> I heard that the reason Chifong Zane failed the surprise attack was because he purposely sent out the wrong information. I'll say a secret too. The money and resources he used to build the lookout towers were all collected from other sects, right? Every sect helped out a little bit. I heard that he secretly takes this amount. I don't know oh. why that turned into Stewie Griffin. That was just supposed to be some random. It's not. You you hit me out and then you hit James. <laughs> We need to do Jesse next. Oh, God. Oh, heavens. So much? He really is shameless. I thought he really wanted to do good back then. All of our sincerity was fed to the dogs. And <laughs> Waymoshan is just fucking laughing. He's like, if they're rumors, why the hurry to believe them? If they're secrets, why would you come to know them? Like, and just thonking to himself. He's just used- the secret genius. Yeah, he is the secret genius. He's using logic and reason. Uh, and, and these people are just getting too excited. They're just getting excited about something that uh, they can throw their passion out. Yeah, they're 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 whipping themselves into a frenzy. Um, but but wait, with Sean, I mean, he's been the target of these for so long that he knows what the fuck is the deal. Uh, and he's he's just kind of going, hmm, funny, funny joke. It's laughable. Y'all um, are hilarious. Y'all yeah, hilarious. Truly, yeah. it's laughable. It's laughable. Um, oh god, I have to do Jesse voice. Judging from this, this person killed his father, his brother, his wife, his son, his master, his friend, and even committed incest. How terrifying! The Lanling Jin sect is extremely <laughs> overbearing, and Jin Guangyao is even more so authoritative. He never <laughs> listens to other people's opinions. Right now, the indulgent, arrogant climate was brought up by Jin Guangyao alone as well. Does he really think we'd hold our anger back? <laughs> I was trying to do Ash Ketchum. How'd I do? That was a really good version of every single shonen protagonist there is. <laughs> <laughs> Just put them all in a blender and there you go. You're Fallon's what? voicing all that's of them. It. That's, that's it. <laughs> Holy shit. He's probably made his mind up to get rid of all of us now that he's feeling threatened by the expanding forces of the other sects. Scared that he'd be overthrown like how the Wen sect was, right? Shit, they better not be on psychic terrain, am I right? Hey! <laughs> Shout out, dump truck. Got, got that dump truck. That's got my sweet angel. Um, and sect leader Yao goes, Since this is the case, let's make what he fears the most a reality. Attack on Koi Tower! They just love to attack shit. They love to attack- Take a fucking nap! You were at it like an hour ago! Oh my god! They just get so amped about shit, dude. They can't even help it. Relax! It's not that serious. So everybody's everybody's cheering and hooting and hollering and Wei Wishan's thinking to himself, You know, right before today, 
He was still the Leon Fong Zun whom everyone praises. Just a day, and everyone wants to beat him up. The turntables. Yeah, the turntables. Um, and then somebody turns around and says, Mr. Wei, Gene Guangyao has got the tiger seal in his hands. We'll entrust this matter to you. Wait, well, Sean's like, huh? He says, ah? Excuse me? Hoopst? He says, Mr. Wei, whomst? Because people be calling him Wei Dog. People be calling him Wei Ying. People be disrespecting the fuck out of him. And this is the this is the first time he's been called Mr. Wei by anyone other than like Lan Sishui and like yeah forever probably yeah and so even somebody else is like that's right nobody ranks higher than the Yiling Patriarch in this path of cultivation now things are looking bad for Jin Guangyao <laughs> and Wei Mushan is like y'all gotta be are y'all crapping me are y'all are y'all okay? You gotta be crapping like me. Like me, the dude that you were just doing a siege on like an, like four hours ago. Y'all were trying to kill me less than a day ago. You're shitting me. Um, And so he's like, okay, you know what? Sure. Fucking fine. Uh, and then we like jump cut to everybody, you know, everybody has uh, eaten... And they've discussed doing pitchfork mob crimes, and two people are missing, as it happens. So, like, where, what, the Yiling Patriarch and Hongguang Jun? They call him Patriarch Yiling. Yeah. <laughs> and John- They're trying so hard to respect him. John Chung does a double take, and then he asks his little guest cultivator buddy, <clears throat> He's like, where are they? The two went to change after they left the inner hall. They said that they wouldn't be taking part in the banquet, and that they wanted to walk around a bit and would come back later. The same as before, without any manners. And here's where we get the uh. other extremely good thing that the text says about Wang Yi. This seemed to include Lan Wangji as well. Displeasure could be seen on Lan Chiran's <laughs> face. If Lan Wangji had no manners, manners wouldn't exist in this world. <laughs> <laughs> With such a thought, he began to grind his teeth at Wei Wushan again, being a bad influence on his <laughs> Beautiful, perfect little boy. This perfect little baby, 36-year-old boy. And then Jong Chung realizes he still has to play the game, so he fixes his face <laughs> and he's like, Everyone, please dine first. I'll invite the two back at a later time. I'll send them the invitation and they will RSVP at their convenience. <laughs> <laughs> so then we jump cut outside again and Wei Wushan and Lan Wangji are just fucking around. They're strolling. They're just having a good time. <laughs> they're going to the fucking street vendor and getting funnel cake and shit. They're on they're a little date. They're getting pie. Yeah. They're getting, they're on a pie date. I think they're getting little handheld pies, like little Bauer Bowser or yeah. something. And that's really nice. They're getting their so little he McDonald's goes, apple pie. So he walks pie. over, he's looking, he's like, good thing we didn't eat with them. Lanjan, come here, come here. The pie's really good. It's my treat. Can we have two, please? It's his treat. Yeah. Treat, really. Just as Wei Wishon was about to take them, he suddenly remembered that he had no money on him. How can you treat him? Fucking idiot. So, but Wangi's already a step ahead. He's like, let me, I got this. He literally was already paying for it while Wei Wishon was floundering. Yeah, He's no, like, you put that hand back in your pocket, King. I got this. <laughs> He's like, uh-oh. My apologies. Uh-oh, stinky. What? Why is it always like this? Seems like every time I want to treat you to something, it doesn't work out. It is fine. Yeah. But then, why do you have to pay when I eat at the dock? 
I grabbed whatever I wanted, ate whatever I wanted, ran after I grabbed boxes I ate. A month later, the vendor would get the reimbursement from Uncle Jong. And Wongi is eating so politely, he takes his little his little nibble of his pie. Yeah. Now you do not have to pay either. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I can't fucking stand this he idiot. He just cackles like a fucking hyena. God. So he eats his little bun. He, he litters. No, he tosses it in his hand. He's, he juggles a little. <laughs> he is he goes, juggling. There aren't many vendors left. Back then, no matter how late it was, this place was crammed with vendors selling all kinds of food. Because many people in Lotus Pier came out for late night sla- snacks. There were also many boats. Even ma- many, maybe even more than Yusayu Town. He continued. It's much fewer now. Lanjan, you came here too late. You weren't here when it was at its liveliest. It is not late. <laughs> when we were studying at the cloud recesses, I asked you so many times to come play at Yunmong. And you always ignored me. I should have been more forceful and dragged you over. <laughs> Why are you so slow? It doesn't taste good. Speech is forbidden when dining. So he's just hes just having his little nibbles. He's he just needs to make sure he doesn't have any food in his mouth when he's talking to Wei Ying. He's just being bunny eating. And he goes, then I won't talk with you. You can eat. I thought you didn't like it and that you could give me whatever you didn't finish. Another one, please. <laughs> he, he just turns to the vendor and asks her, like, he ends up getting three more pies for Wei Wushan and Lan Wangji's still nibbling. And f- that's us eating, though. That true. I am the slowest eater on the planet. You're, you eat like a bunny. I do. I have to. And then <laughs> just snacking. Yeah. Um, so so they're like looking around. Wait, Sean, he wants to show him all of the fun places that he used to make trouble at. And he wants to show him all the trees he got fucked up in. <laughs> this is where I got grounded. And this is where I got grounded. <laughs> so he walks up to a tree and he slaps it and he's like, this baby can hold so many me's. <laughs> he goes, this, I've climbed this tree before. This fucking one line. Lanjan, look at me. Look at the tree. Idiot. Idiot. Lanjan! Lanjan, look at me. Look at the tree. <laughs> he goes, I've climbed this tree before. You and Lanwanji is not impressed. You have climbed every single tree on our way here. <laughs> Wait, Wishon's like, but this one's different. This was the first one I climbed after I came to Lotus Pier. I climbed it in the middle of the night. My Shijia came out to search for me holding a lantern. She was scared I'd fall down the tree, so she prepared to catch me on the ground. But what could she catch me with her thin little arms? And so I still broke one of my legs. Why did you climb the tree at night? And he's like looking at Wei Wishon's legs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wei Wishon's like, <laughs> there's no why. You know, I love fooling around outside at night. <laughs> Dirty ass, nasty ass, goofy ass, doofy ass little boy. He's a nasty ass boy. And for whatever reason, that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> yeah, that's where we end it. Um, so next time, um, what we do next time is going to depend on how quickly we get subs for, for Donghua season three, episode mm. one. Um, there's a pretty fair chance, I think, that we won't have them in time for the next episode to come out. And I know with season two, they put, like, English subbed episodes up on the official YouTube, like, a week after they premiered or something like that. Um, it kind of feels more ethical to watch the official YouTube releases. (laughs) Although, yeah, it is a Tencent property, so ethics, LMAO. (laughs) Um, (laughs) whatever. Even, so even though... Season 3 premieres this weekend. We might not talk about it for another two weeks. Um, we'll see. 
You'll find out when we put out our call for questions. It'll either be the first episode of season three, or we're going to finish out the loyalty arc. There's three chapters left, but they're all very, very small. Um, and there are three chapters of John Chen getting owned. So, um, hey, <laughs> we love to see him get owned. We do love to see him get owned. Um, we also love Google Translate. Google. <laughs> okay, so, so, okay. So for this Googie Translate, so the official Japanese Modao site has a bunch of, like, extra shit. It's, and I check it at the start of every month because until, like, June, they were putting out these cute little Q-style monthly yeah! calendars and they were really cute, but they haven't done it since then. I don't know why. But I still go there at the start of every month. So I was taking my traditional three hours to get out of bed the other day and mm. I was fucking around on the site. And one of the things, one of the extra things they have is this quiz. Oh, God. <laughs> and I thought it was like a personality quiz. But actually, it's like, who would you be friends with? Which is adorable. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> so I went through it and I took it over and over again, just hitting like random answers until I could get as many characters as I could find. Okay. And I have the results as... Our, our entries this episode. Oh, wonderful. Um, I don't know if I've data mined every single character that's available, but I've gotten I've gotten all of the characters that they like enjoy monetizing, so um Oh sure. <laughs> I don't have all of the results here today because that would take forever. I just have three. My question is, was one of the results just a cornetto if you're talking about <laughs> the characters that they like to monetize? <laughs> but you know what? Cornetto is kind of a character. Cornetto is a friend to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my neighbor Cornetto. My neighbor Cornetto. Uh, Will we- Oh my god, are we gonna get more Cornetto? We had Cornetto better! Cornetto commercials oh in my the middle god, of episodes! Please! With them enjoying a nice Cornetto in fucking- <laughs> Feudal China, oh not feudal God. China, <laughs> ancient China, ancient Chinese vampires. Oh God! I'm so excited. I tell you, just just out of curiosity, I googled MDZS Wiki Cornetto to see if they had a page for Cornetto on the wiki, but apparently they don't. They but they do. <laughs> they do have a whole thing about the Cornetto sponsorship in the the animation page, which is good and hilarious. I'm just pissed off that in the previews, we didn't even get a hint of Cornetto action. I know. That's what I'm really here for. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, you so, know? you know, so, so I've got these, these, who's your friend quiz results. Um, I'm actually, let me reorder these because I think, I think the best way to do this would be to start with the result that I got when I actually translated the quiz and took it myself. Mm. And... Before I give you this, I want you to guess who this quiz thinks I should be friends with. Yeah, why song? Think about think about me. Okay, okay. And think about the people that I'm friends with. <sighs> Do you think <sighs> it's gonna make so much sense once I flip this around and you see who who I got? It. Mm... <sighs> look, de look deep within, and you will find. Quite literally, a friend and boy, Jiangcheng. You, I got Jiangcheng as oh my, my best friend. God! It knows. It knows. Oh. Japanese Modao website fucking knows. Fuck yes, dude. clocked. 
Oh, God. Oh, I love it. Okay. So okay. Let, let me see this shit. Let me see this shit. Okay, so here's here's what you get when Zhang Cheng is, when you were diagnosed Zhang Cheng's best friend. Although he sometimes takes a cold attitude, a Sumi takes good care of him. She should be amazed at your whimsical behavior. <laughs> it's important not to forget your gratitude. <laughs> Do you think he'd be amazed at my whimsical behavior? Do they think Zhang Chung's behavior is whimsical? I think, I think, okay. Whimsical by whimsical, do they mean he, like, does things by his own whim? Here's what I think. No, no, no. I think what it's saying, I think it got the pronoun wrong, and I think it's saying that, like, I'm the silly one and he's the straight man. Hilarious. God! So, I'm the one exhibiting whimsical behavior here, I guess, in okay, this situation. Sort I sort of think. a John Anderson type one. <laughs> That's me. I'm the one going around and shaking my little tambourine and singing about whales and what the fuck ever. <laughs> Changed the world. Changed the world. My final message saved a whale. Saved a whale. My final message. Sing it. <laughs> this is inscrutable if you don't listen to bad late 70s. Oh, yes. man. Sorry. Sorry oh, for God. the niche shit. I will not apologize for the niche shit. My whimsical behavior. Do I? Am I whimsical? Uh, I'm not I whimsical. A little more whimsical than than <laughs> many people because you're a creative person. I guess that counts as whimsy. I do. Be, but that does seem like something Zhang Chung would look down on. Yeah, <laughs> he should be amazed, but he he sometimes takes a cold attitude. So Zhang you know Chung how it is. hates funding for the arts. Yeah, <laughs> I won't forget my gratitude though. Um, okay, so so our next result, uh, and this is the one where I started fucking around and I was like, oh, this is funny, um, uh, once I knew what it was. And this is the one that made me go, okay, I gotta put this in Google Translate. Okay. This, this, is, this is the Wongi result. This is oh, what it tells Lord. you when you get Wongi as your friend. An excellent and well-behaved, very serious indigo machine. <laughs> <laughs> By communicating your feelings well... You can become friends who can understand each other. <laughs> if by if by communicating your feelings well, they mean just like dumping at him and him being like, mm. Mm. <laughs> an excellent and well behaved, very serious indigo machine. Very serious indigo machine. It sounds like the description they put on like pet websites. Yeah, pet <laughs> websites like if you're half pet and half washing machine. <laughs> an excellent have pet, and have well behaved. Oh God! Half <laughs> pet. <laughs> is half your pet half dryer? Ooh, it's the next gen of Pokemon. Yeah, this is when you're looking to adopt the the Rotom Wash that got left behind at the daycare. Oh my God! Rotom Wash with a cool paint job, bro. Rotom Wash. Rotom Wash. My new fave. Just a little guy going around. It's just a little guy. Okay. Uh, here's the last one, and and we gotta do. We can't just. Not do the weighing himself yes. on, on this yes. very first one. Hey, yes. <laughs> this one's good. <laughs> Bohemian and innocent, weigh no envy. <laughs> if you love interesting things, you can have a good time with Wei Muen. The, the fucking 0 for 2, bro. <laughs> there is no doubt that you will be able to meet and understand immediately. 
So <laughs> if you love interesting things, uh, there's if, no hope for you if you like boring shit. If you have ADHD and are a bitch, <laughs> hit him up. <laughs> a bitch in the best way, trust me. If you dumb as fuck. <laughs> if you rude as hell and you smell like something. <laughs> <laughs> you smell something unidentifiable. <laughs> Hit this man up. Sometimes you just need two way mooin. <laughs> Sometimes you just need two mooin. will do what you want. <laughs> Bohemian and innocent. <laughs> mm. It's really okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I guess I would agree that overall he's, he's pretty innocent. Not okay, not like as far as war crimes go. Let's be clear, but to, to be to to play morally to play Japanese website quizzes advocate, it did have a picture of little teenage baby weighing as the result. Oh, so I'm assuming. Okay, yeah. okay. Then in that context, sure. Yeah, just a fun loving. Foolish, stinky foolish, little boy. Uh, smoking behind the bleachers type guy. <laughs> Bohemian and innocent. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know. So, okay, Bohemian, he's smoking weed behind the bleachers. He's Absolutely. Blimp. A blimp. So that's fine. <laughs> smoking blimp. I, I think it'll be good for him. Uh, <laughs> in the long run, it's all things It's called a blimp. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing on. <laughs> That's the segment. I'm gonna. Uh, we will be. We will be returning to these results for the next few weeks because these are so good. Wow. That's. Those are really some winners. I love. Wait till we get to the Hawaii song one because oh, it makes man, me laugh so hard. It. Oh my god. Okay. But yeah, that's our Google Translate. Let's go to questions. Yes. We got a couple. And if you have more, you can send them to cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com slash ask, or you can send them via Twitter at cloudrecesspod. Just one recess. Just one. We're going to Twitter first. Um, first question from friend of the us, co-host of the hashtag bless up of the us, Colin at Pagedesk asks. Uh, <laughs> which half? Okay, so it's it's a quote tweet of other friend of the show, Elliot. <laughs> At Kaibaliker, who says, which half of your OTP successfully escapes the beach that makes you old? And which one dies from getting too old on the beach? <laughs> and Colin, Colin quote retweeted it with, I am once again asking. They are once again fucking asking. So I, 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 mm, mm, I watched a couple YouTube videos as I want to do. <laughs> yeah, me too. As reviewing, did I. reviewing the thing. A little, uh, a little film by a little man named M Night Shyamalan, who you might have heard of. Oof. <laughs> a little film called Old because he just did that, and it makes no sense. <laughs> and there are so many it's, plot holes, dude. And- it's some lady in the water bullshit. You, yeah, like literally, there are so many plot holes that the only way to suspend your disbelief would be to like hang yourself or something. God. Okay, that was too dark. But I'm just. Uh, it, 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 it makes no sense how it was even greenlit or God. produced or released as a as a blockbuster movie, bro. Okay, here's the thing. Oh my God, listeners, if you go to 
podcast network of the us, noisepace.xyz, and you go to the good podcast of Fear Baiting, and you go back to early March of this year, you will find an episode of Fear Baiting where me and past guest of the show, Janos, went on and we talked about Lady in the Water, mm. the movie where Bryce Dallas Howard is a creature called a narf. And narf? A narf. And there are, oh. there are critters called scrunts, and Paul Giamatti acts like a baby in it. And I am getting the exact same vibes from Beach That Makes You Old 2021 as I did from having to sit through Lady in the Water. Is it, it, is it a grift? <laughs> <laughs> That's my, that's like my only, the, 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 that's the only explanation I can come up with. This I'm sorry, laundering this isn't even, money. This isn't even answering the question. I just like, every time I think about old, for like the past, like <laughs> five or six movies that this man, Shyamalan, has made. He I just named it old. Old. <laughs> he called the fucking movie old. And it's based off of a comic book that's called like a sandcastle or something. Sandcastle, Which yeah. is so much better. Oh my god! And he said, "Nah, you know what this needs to be called? I got just the word." I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell not show, baby. Let's oh hit my it. God, oh, we have to answer this. Qu- Jesus fucking, fucking god. Christ! Okay. Um, what if I'm not Shyamalan cultivated? Anyway, no. Um, I hope to God he is not. If that man becomes immortal, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm, I will not celebrate his death. Okay, that would be horrible. I just really do not want to see him living. Uh living a hundred more years because that means like 200 more terrible M. Night Shyamalan movies. Remember how he cast himself as like a martyred prophet in Lady in the Water? Anyway. Okay. No, no, no. We gotta... Who who, who escapes the beach that makes them old and who dies from um, diagnosed beach old? Wei Wuxian, probably. He's crafty enough and uh, following Wei Wuxian, Lan Wangji... They would probably figure it out. Yeah, I don't think pretty quickly. Yeah, they're not gonna. One or the other is not going to leave the other behind. They don't do that. Yeah, either that or I mean, <coughs> they're gonna do it through that avenue, or they're smart enough that they're gonna figure out all of the plot holes. Ask why the fuck this doesn't make sense, and the universe is gonna tear in half, and they're gonna walk out the other end. So they went either way. They went either way. Yeah, in my opinion, that that is the only way that I just. They're gonna what go the through. Fuck is that movie? <laughs> They're gonna go through the entire incense burner on the beach that makes you old and weighing is gonna have a baby after six minutes. Anyway. No. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm making the ugliest noises. I just... Thinking about this movie literally melts my brain into warm pudding. This movie is fucking incredible. I, oh, my God. brain is raspberry jam right now, and I hate it. I literally, what did I fucking the say? The beach that makes you old's fault. It is the beach that makes you old's Shui fault. Shui Yang would stay there and die of being old. <laughs> um, Zhang Cheng would like, well, okay, Wei Wuxian would take Zhang Cheng with him if, like, Zhang Cheng were there. Yeah. So Zhang Cheng would probably, he'd get too mad at the situation and just, like, probably die prematurely of a heart attack which i guess he'll become more and more susceptible to they as try the to hours es- pass they try to escape the beach that makes them old but jong chung has to go and swim back god oh. that's that's too evil for me what did i 
fucking say in the fear baiting chat, not to ruin anybody's potential movie going experiences, and I know I might be late to the show, but I'm watching reviews of Beach that makes you grandpa, and I'm getting some pretty heavy narf vibes. Just saying, narf. And I'm I'm really hoping that when the next March Night Shyamalan comes around with Fear Beto, <laughs> you gotta talk about this one because who? I oh yeah, my display name in there is still a Palt Gia baby. Anyway. That's that's something else. <laughs> oh God! <clears throat> All right. Okay. Uh, we have two similar questions. Oh no! One, no more old. It's not about old. No, no, no. Not old. similar to that one. Similar to each other. Not about old. We're okay. done with old. We will move on from M. Night Shyamalan's old. Because I now feel old thinking about old, <laughs> dude, talking about old. Dude, I'm about to be 33 in under two weeks. Guess who's taking a trip to the beach that makes you old right now? Anyway, yeah. so we got we have two similar questions. One's on Twitter and one's on Tumblr. So we can just read these real quick and then we can kind of talk about them in tandem because they're very, very similar. I just want to say that you don't look old. You'd probably still get carded at the grocery store if you tried to buy booze ever. Boo, boo, you still boo, look boo, really boo. cute. Boo, 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 why don't you have to pick me up, my little feetie hoot? <laughs> <laughs> We're making little kissies at each other. Fucking gay. I want you to feel old. 33 is, 33 I'm isn't ha- old. I'm having an existential crisis. Please don't There are people competing at the Olympics who are like 10 years older than you. Dude, a guy I used to know in college is in the Olympics right now. What? What's he doing? Uh, Weightlifting, I think. Word. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty sick. What, what's his name? Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, Good for him. Uh, anyway. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question <laughs> comes from a friend of show. Fellow league mate, PR the disaster. What the fuck is up? Uh, and they say considering the Danganronpa execution esque <laughs> death described in these <laughs> chapters, how do you think a Danganronpa game would go with the Modau characters? Any picks on their talents or ironic executions? Who's the Kumaheda <laughs> Modau? Shoyak. Yeah. Sorry if y'all were never consumed. Uh, Danganronpa, though, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so I here's, pointedly... hold on, let's, let's go to t- uh, Tumblr real quick and read this this similar question so, so we can oh, yeah. answer these at the same time. Uh, Anonymous asks, in keeping with the spirit of these chapters, if not the uh, tone, <laughs> which hashtag ironic punishment would you like to see enacted upon a fictional character of your choice? Oh, boy. Okay, so 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 let's talk about because, okay, so one of the few things I know about Danganronpa, other than they look funny when they just stand there with their fists at their sides and yell, and yeah, yeah. they're yelling. Um, they're, they're yelling. Yeah, and, thing, and it's it's funny, it's and also just kind of the entire concept of Komaeda is yeah. um the um, the entire the whole concept of funny ironic punishments and deaths. Yeah. I know that there's a motorcycle man who gets like I guess centrifuged in a motorcycle cage until he dies from it. Wow. Yeah, there's like oh. a death roller coaster. Everybody dies in some hilarious way. So, uh, and and we we know that we saw a hilarious, quote unquote, uh, karmic death in this chapter. These chapters. So, hmm. And I also know that that the characters in Danganronpa, like they they get like, hey, this is your your big thing that you're good at. 
you get one thing, you have exactly one talent, and you're the super high school level that thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess we have that to talk about. Absolutely. Um, uh, uh, um, so... Fiction- Let's start with fictional characters we want a funny kill. Uh, no, okay, I don't want to talk about Wanna, but the first- For whatever reason, the first person that I thought about, uh, was Jong Chung. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, okay, I'm thinking about ironic deaths. I'm thinking about maybe falling on your own sword. <laughs> falling into a giant pit of swords. Oh my god. Jong Chung would do the, uh, you know, metaphorical falling. <laughs> He's too prideful, baby. He's too prideful. God. He fell down an elevator shaft onto some bullets. Hey, hey. You know, just bullets just sitting straight up in the air. That's how they work. Yes, absolutely. God. Uh, so that, unfortunately, is my first. Uh, God, just- <laughs> he would be a super high school level dickhead. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm sure someone on Tumblr still has that URL. I'm. Let me give me just a give me oh. just a damn second. Super and, high and, and if, level. if not super high school level S H S L probably. That's true. Okay, yeah. Super super high school level dickhead spelled out isn't anything. S H S L super high school level dickhead. Nope. All right, any account that had that has probably been deactivated since 2017. Um, And probably better for it. Uh, I did, I will say for uh, complete transparency that I actively avoided Danganronpa. Yeah. Because I hated the fandom. Um, So I I had very little about it other than the things that, like, I learned about it that made me very uncomfortable. That that made me just not want to really interact with it in any kind of meaningful way but i understand the appeal 100 percent. oh yeah it's really cool as a concept i mean it's you know just basically kids killing each other kids killing it's basically just a battle royale but in a school but that is fine kids with diagnosed genius having to kill themselves yeah diagnosed geniuses yeah diagnosed genius falling on their own swords god um, I love that John Chung is the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh my god, oh, I hate him, but I love him, but I hate him. <laughs> That's oh, just man, how you, you looking in the Helga Pataki locket. Milkstrology was right about the Libra Rising shit this week, man. God. I'll tell you, man. Jesus. Milkstrology's never wrong. Christ. Oh god, yeah. Chung Wanyin. Chung Wanyin, um, please. 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 Just please, I beg of you. Rap to bang bang again, I fucking dare you. <laughs> um, <laughs> see what happens. See what happens. Fuck around. Maybe then you will find out. Maybe then you will see. Okay, so how would Shuiyang die? Ooh. And what would Shuiyang be? He. Super high school level infiltrator. Super high school level joker. Fucking who Listen. Cares? Yeah, you're right. It's, I mean, he's got to be like, well, no, I think there was a super high school level delinquent. Yeah, he's probably be- super high school level manipulator. God. You know, he's got to He's got to die from some shit like um, either somebody else cuts his tongue out and blinds him or 
He gets like he gets invited up onto the like Matilda stage, and the Trunchbull makes him eat like this entire plate of candy. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> he has to eat a gallon of candy. Yeah, until his guts explode. Yeah, terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible, terrible. Yeah. Um. Uh. How? Who else we want to kill? Um, um. How about? I wonder if. Uh. Let me let me see something. Random MDZS character generator. Uh, just so I can, you know. One chow. One chow. Okay, one chow. All right. Uh, 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 I mean, he kind of got his, though. Yeah, that was very good. That was, mm, that was pretty unbeatable, actually, thinking yeah. about it. Oh, this generator gave me Wongi. I don't want to do that to him. No. He doesn't deserve that. I will never do that. Sorry. Um... How, 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 how about, oh, I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. Because pretty much, the problem is, like, pretty much everybody in MDC has died. Uh, but, yeah. like, not by, not by, I not under ironic circumstances, I guess, is the, is the big kicker here. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I'm, I'm doing random page on the, on the, on the wiki. Just until we get a character. Okay. Okay. Let's ironically kill Daga. Oh, no. <laughs> this, it pains me to do this. Um, I mean, it would be really funny if he died doing something like, if he like was just taking like a chill out bath or something and he like uh, fell asleep and drowned or something. The one time he's ever calm in his life. Oh my god, he goes into a sauna and just <laughs> overheats. <laughs> Horrible. He gets turned into a raisin. What an undignified death, but honestly, like man, I mean, if it's for, ironic. for a dignified guy, absolutely. Yeah. That sucks. Super um, high school level Angie. I hate it a lot. Yeah, super high school level Angie. God. That's the problem. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> oh. There's there's many options. The, Mona was already really good about giving people funny ironic punishments that's though, true. is the thing. Yeah. That's that's a good little smattering of uh of folks though. It's good. Because um, I don't know, I don't death was wonderfully no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. That's what Skull Trumpet exists for. What if I just sometimes I burst out in the fucking. What is that? The Star Wars battle God. music? Dude, what if Jiggy died by getting kicked down the stairs a third time? No. Star Trek battle music. That's what it is. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, just gonna uh, kick down like nine flights of stairs. <laughs> he doesn't make it that time. He got Sounding like Quagmire up in here. Oh God! Giggity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A giggity. A giggity. A giggity. Okay. All right, well, uh, we can we can move on. I yeah, think. that was that was a nice little incredible little, little tasting platter. Oh, uh, we have one last question. A poo -poo platter. Anonymous on Tumbly asks, 
If you were to assign magical girl archetypes to various characters, or even specific character parallels, who slash what would they be and why? Semper Bunny. Semper Thank Bunny. you, Semper Bunny, to you. Uh, I might need a primer on what exactly magical girl archetypes are, but I mean, I know I can probably name them. Like, there's, yeah. there's the serious cool one, there's the studious one, there's the bubbly one, there's the one that really likes fashion. I did uh, see- There's the rude delinquent one. Oh, God. There's, like, one who's an idol. Yeah, there's- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fashion- The there's fashion one, I think, is the one. idol one that I'm Oh, yeah, thinking. probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the idol is definitely more accurate. I the did- serious one. I saw- I saw a post either this morning or last night where somebody was, like, picking out all of the parallels between Zhongcheng and uh, Zakuro from <laughs> Tokyo Mew Mew. Stop! <laughs> Purple. Oh. Whip. Oh, Cold and standoffish. You did. Do you know who had a who had a very suppressed crush on Zakuro? <laughs> <laughs> this every <laughs> former fourth grader. <laughs> every every moment in your life is leading up to the one that you're ex- experiencing at this moment. <laughs> you know. All right, Ram Das. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Oh god. Um I mean there's I mean the leader is always like 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 I'm I'm picturing bubbly like, yeah, bubbly, clumsy, typical average girl, you know, that type of thing. Uh running to school with the toast in the mouth. I mean type it's, of vibes. It's gotta be weighing, right? It's gotta be weighing. It's gotta I mean, be weighing. What if weighing um, had pigtails? Oh you've drawn that. I have drawn that. You have drawn that and it it's was good. very good. We like to see um, it. So, like, the, 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 obviously, the purple one, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, Songchung. I feel like, I feel like the best, the best type of magical girl archetype thing that we could go with is what color they are. Yeah. The pink one, purple one, blue one, green one, red one sometimes. Yellow you know, one sometimes. Yellow, there's always a yellow one. Sometimes the yellow one is a monkey. <laughs> sometimes the yellow one is a monkey. Just kind of, just kind of a monkey one, right? <laughs> yes, right. Monkey, monk, monk, monk. All monk. right. Um. So okay. So blue basically, one, blue one. Okay. Here's the thing, though. There's also like the black one. Yeah. Or like the dark green one, you know, and yeah. that's you know the Homura. Which yeah. the more I think about well, it, Homura is also purple. Oh yeah, that's true. But the thing about it is, oh god, I'd because wonky very Homura-esque to me. I have definitely, I have thought about this a lot. Wonky very Homura. What, wonky like, very Homura is the thing. Spoilers for um, for Maguka. Um, if god, you haven't, if you seen, haven't seen it by now, just come go on, fuck, just go fucking watch it. Just to say that you have. Uh, yeah, you know? but yeah, if, I mean, if you haven't, whatever. no shame to you, no whatever. But like on at this point, at this at this point, it's like. It's two, like, two hours of your life. No, it's not. It's, like, six hours of your life. (laughs) I was gonna say, though, I, the thing is, when I think about, like, Homo Lily and, like, Bad End Homura, Mm. I, all I can think about is, like, all of people, everybody's dark wongi AUs. Oh, yeah. 
Just saying. Big, se- big sexy boy, big black sexy role. <laughs> big sexy. Big, big Wonky, dark. big wide. Big eggy sexy boy. Wide. Okay, wide man. Magical girl color archetypes. Yes. Archetypes. Um, uh, 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 oh, God. Oh, here we, we go. Color, go. Color-coded magical girl team tropes. Yes. Okay. Blue has always been the intelligent type, reserved, kind, and also regarded in universe as being really pretty in some cases. They I always mean, seem to have water powers, which is a cliche that low-key bothers me, if not water, than ice uh, or air powers. Thank you, whichever uh, Pulsella on amino apps. Okay. That that would obviously <coughs> be wonky. Uh, yeah. It would. It would be wonky. He ice. He ice. He blue. I mean, he it's, ice, it's obvious. It's just Homura. Homura. As that is the exception. That's the exception. Homura, but make her blue. Yeah. Um, blue Homura to me. Uh, in pretty much every media with a red or orange character, they have a hot-blooded, outgoing personality. These totally not cliche characters have always have powers related to fire. They tend to be tomboys, but the super tough type. Because red hair means fire powers typed in Gamzy font. Um, uh, if we're going with the stereotype wenching. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I like that. Winching red. Yes. Uh, yellow has a similar personality to pink, but toned down a bit. Basically, they're bubbly, sweet, and outgoing. Also, they're usually short. Powers are kind of a mystery, to be honest. I guess light? Not much else to say here. Jiggy. Yeah. Obviously. Usually short. (laughs) Powers are kind of a mystery. I guess light, that's what one of the characters in his name means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He's giving off the appearance of being bubbly and sweet and outgoing. Here's my thing. The more that I think about this, the more I'm wondering whether MXGX was just like thinking of magical girl <laughs> colors when they made they made MXGX. Like it's too. It's really perfect. Okay, so oh is there God. a green one? Uh, let me look. Yes, green. Okay. Green is lucky. They usually get a variety of traits, so it can range from a gentle nature loving girl to a tough tomboy. Green gets the nature elemental luck powers. So not really nailing it down mm. but um this why song ask it's yeah i mean i can definitely see why song having having nature powers okay little flower yeah. baby child yeah, beautiful doing the doing the poetry doing the art we like it just trying to vibe just create a very connected to nature mm. Uh, pink is always the protagonist and liter- and is literally what happens when you mix sunshine, rainbows, and diabetes into a person. Oh my god. <laughs> She's got the most cheerful personality, literally smiles 24-7, has buns or twin tails, uh, her name always means something like love or flowers, and speak of that, she uses the power of love to fight her enemies. Oh, and she's clumsy and quirky. I mean, it it, it would be Zhang Yanli. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Considering it's the protagonist, though, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just going off of the, the magical girl protagonists that I can think of, and oh, yeah. it's still weighing to me. <laughs> it, it is. It's still it weighing is. to me. My angel. Um, he's they, just not He's just not clumsy. I will definitely give that to him. He's not yeah, clumsy. That's he's true. a very agile boy. Yeah. Um, one last entry. We already yes. talked. I mean, we have our purple one, but yes. here's what this says about purple. Purple is always, almost always the cool, quiet, mysterious one with badass powers. Mm-hmm. She usually gets recruited last and is usually popular at school. Bonus points if she's richer in student council. She <laughs> might also be the edgy MG of the group. I don't know what MG is. MG. I don't know. This does kind of sound like it could be, to an extent, 
John Chung. Yes. Yeah. It could. It would take it. He would get recruited last because he's just off in the corner going, no. Yeah. <laughs> just more of a delinquent edge. Yeah. No, that's stupid. Just rude. Just rude. I'm not about to run around in ruffles. <laughs> yeah. You got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. Not cool and quiet. Just rude. Yeah. I mean, he's cool and quiet when nobody pisses him off. That's true. Not like mysterious. He, tri- just he tries to be cool and mysterious, and then <laughs> yes, somebody God. says some stupid shit to him, and he has to open his mouth. I understand. You know this fool had a Hot Topic trench coat when he was 13. Hello? You know. He's Come too on. badass for his own good. That's the problem. That's what he likes to tell himself. Badass Mafia Toolbar's ass. Looking Mafia ass. Toolbar's ass. God. Huh, okay, it's good. Um, I think those are questions. <laughs> and that's the questions. Those are the questions. All right. So, uh, let's get <laughs> let's get going. Let's let's clean this yeah. house up. We have a Patreon. We do. Did you know? Did you did you know? Did, did you, you know? know that for a dollar a month, you can get a bunch of bonus extra shit. You can get a bunch of crap. If it's you go, really cool. It's good if you go to patreoncom recesses. Uh, you can throw a dollar's worth of treats into our mouths, and you can get a special disciple role in our Discord. You get access to all the bonus content, which is, like, our side podcasts and all this kind of stuff that we do. We get commentary tracks, all this stuff. One dollar. A dollar. A dollar. Just a dollar. A dollar. For five dollars a month, you can be a sec leader of the Pod Recesses world. You get all that bonus content access. You get a thank you shout out on the episodes. You get a Comrade NMJ mini print of your choice. And if you want to give us $10 of treats per month, you can be a chief cultivator of the show in the Discord, in real life, to us, IMO. (laughs) (laughs) You get all the stuff we just talked about, and you get the full-size Pod Recesses Wall of 3000 Takes poster. We love it. We're also still working on it. Yeah, we're still working on those those, three thousand takes. Yeah, we still we're still working on the uh, correct takes fan pin, which will go out. Yes, yes. Do you want to read our thank yous? Yeah, let's read our thank yous. Let's give a thank you. Let's say thank you to five dollar sec leaders Lena, Audrey F, Elvier, name redacted, Essie Rost, Tracy Ray B. And 690 sect leader, Sarah. Hell yes. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you to $10 chief cultivators of the show, Scout, Colin, Caroline, Jay, Jenna, Rachel W., Milk, and Kirsten S. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. We love it. Thank you also to Noisebase.xyz for being our podcast network. Thank you, sect leader Matt, for letting us hang out on there. If you go to noisepace.xyz podcast network, you can find a lot of good podcasts. Did you know this? You can find a friend in podcast. Reach within to your local noisepace.xyz and you will find a friend in podcast. Perhaps you will find Zero to Zero, which is talking about the Snyderverse. You can t- you can take a look at Kyle XY, which is about Kyle XY ABC Family TV show. You can check out the Sonic Shuffle, which is about Sonic lore. There's all kinds of good shit. You can check out fucking uh, fear baiting, which I was talking about earlier. You can check out Pod of Green. It's about you gear, you gear, you magio, lots of stuff. There's something for everybody. There's something 
for you. It's truly incredible. We love it. My name is Roy. I'm on Twitter at underscore Banui underscore. I'm also online on Twitter at Yeeling Hypebeast, which is where I post about Modo sometimes. Oh, she's online? She's online. You can also check out my Creepypasta podcast, which is also on Noise Space. Not a Roy's Nightmare in Era. I have had to put it on hold for a couple weeks just because the... <laughs> but also you can go to RoyHub.card.co and you can check out all the whatever other shit that I do. Yeah. Bears? Uh, yeah. Once again, I've been Fallon. Uh, oh, you can find me on Twitter at America's Burden. Hello? And that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I am locked right now just because you know. You know. Uh, but follow requests are totally fine. So long as you're, you know, over 18. Hell yeah. And if you are over 18 as well, you can join our Discord. You can join our Discord. Grapefruit. You can do it. Uh, the link is in the description. We love it. You can find us, Pod Recesses, the podcast of the Cloud Recesses podcast, at cloudrecessespod.tumblr.com and on twitter.com slash cloudrecesspod, just one recess. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Google Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. We're on Spotify. We're on all types of good shit. Go ahead and subscribe. Do it. Leave us a little comment. Leave us a little review. We love it. We, we love want the ratings. We love feedback. We love to get the feedback. Don't be afraid to feed us back. You are feeding us treats. Yes. We are feeding you treats. This is a treat-centric podcast. It's an Ouroboros of treats. Fallon? Yes, right. Do you know what we say at the end of every episode? Oh, wait. What's the drink of the week? Oh, shit. Drink of the week. <laughs> drink of the week. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Uh, it is a uh, wild Canadian blueberry Midwest Ooh. fruit tart beer by Urban Artifact. It's called Hobnail. Okay. And fun thing about this guy is that it's 10.1% alcohol by volume. Jesus McChrist. I don't know what it is about the Midwest that... Uh, allows them to make their fruit tarts so goddamn strong, but... They're just going for it. wonderful. Getting a little bit nutty with it. My guess is that the fruit probably fermented a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit. equivalent of wine. Maybe. But anyway, it was delicious. Very tart, a little funky, but that's what a good sour will do to you. I'm going to take your word for it, because I, you know I don't drink. Yeah. But anyway, we uh, at the end of every episode, yeah. I believe we say Semper Bunny. I think it's Semper Bunny what we say. It's Semper Bunny to me. You're all my nephews now. The devil has been solved. <laughs> the devil has been solved. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.